it's all about your perspective. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. This is your host, Christian Jalen speaking. Guys, you have to know your purpose, pursue your passion, and most importantly, like a good cup of coffee, you have to enjoy the process because that's what life is all about. Um, super excited. I know I haven't been on here for a bit, but before we get into it, as far as coffee goes, if you have not tried it, and if you are here in Kansas City locally, there's a coffee shop called Oddly Correct. And if you're an iced latte fan, I would have to recommend the iced bourbon vanilla latte. I think it's the best in the game. You can't go wrong with it. Um, so highly recommend getting that coffee. But further ado, I want to welcome my guest, Matt Webb, to the podcast. How are you doing today, brother? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. It's been a minute. We've been talking about this for yeah. a while. Yeah, we actually talked about this podcast, me and him, I think, when we first worked out together. Was that like what, four months ago? That was in November. That was November. So um, time is due, but we were here and uh, we're in your like little club office here at, with the real estate place and it's kind of cool so yes shout out yeah. Keller Williams we in here yeah uh, there we go so yeah new office here new digs and uh we got a little conference room so it works yeah. out great I'm excited to get into this man you're doing some big things and I know me and Matt have talked about um just doing this podcast but not just that but just business and life stuff in the past uh, couple of months especially with just getting to know each other even better but it's been really exciting to to find someone I talk about this in the podcast definitely your environment will shape you and so you do need to surround yourself. You're a little bit older than me, which I'm thankful for. So hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm offered, hopefully <laughs> make you sound a little old. Um, but yeah, man, before I get into it, I mean, I know the answer, but the audience does. Are you a big coffee fan or kind of where's that? What, what does that look like right now with you and your relationship with coffee? Uh, it's growing. Um, it's like you said relationship. So we're in the talking stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm still fooling around with water and stuff like that mm -hmm. in the mornings, but uh, coffee is getting there. Like, okay. we're about to take this series about the divine relationship. Yeah. So actually, there you go, the DTR. The, yeah, coming <laughs> to the office now, I'm I'm drinking coffee every day and yep. I'm, I'm drinking black silk Folgers. You're, oh man, we, from, have to, we have to get you on something well, else. It, it's even worse though, I'm, it's black silk coming from a Keurig. Uh, oh, dude. But it's fire, bro. That is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm new. I, Dude, I, as being a coffee enthusiast, man, like having you put the two worst combinations of Folgers coffee with the Keurig, like that's just. But you're a coffee connoisseur, so to make it even worse, I know you're not going to appreciate this, but I put a tablespoon of powdered cream and I put a tablespoon of sugar. I'm good to go. You're good to go. Yeah. Well, at least you're starting with coffee because four or five months ago, you wouldn't even really touch it. So yeah. it's, it's part of the process, man. It's, yeah. it's a learning thing. And hopefully in the next couple a month I can get you to try some real authentic coffee and you'll love it. It's like golf, right? Yeah. Golf and business, they mix coffee and business. Like they do, you, they do. You look you look like you're doing something when you're holding something in your hand. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Put you in the mindset. Let's get into it, man. So like you're obviously pursuing real estate. And I love this because you know, we see on TikTok and Instagram now, real estate is kind of just posted up all over. Whether it's videos, call to actions, whether it's you need to buy this property, get into apartment, you know, investing, find some friends, get into this. And like we hear all get into real estate, but we don't understand necessarily maybe the process of it. What does that look like? How to get into that? And kind of like, especially as younger people, but I think anyone, I think real estate is one of the most important things you can do for your life, um, just financially, but also maybe goal setting and stuff like that, that you want to pursue with your dreams, but kind of give us like a, a good background of kind of how, what led you to get into real estate? Man, yeah, no, that's a great question. So um, about four or five years ago, I started working for a company here in Kansas city that they bought uh, ton of homes like I think we we owned about three or four hundred homes um, and while I was there during one summer we, we bought about a hundred homes across the country um, and I was um, particularly for my role I was over Indianapolis Memphis and Kansas City well mm -hmm. part of Kansas City 
Um, so I learned about, hey, what it takes to buy a home, what it takes to get a contractor in there to, to fix it up. Um, and then what you're looking for as tenants or you're looking to sell it for the profit. So I learned all that stuff. And it was a great, um, a great way for me to learn and figure that out. Um, and then, you know, as I got older, um, my wife had her life together. So she already had a home. Mm-hmm. So before we moved to Dallas, Texas, we sold her home at least Summit. She had lived there for, I think she owned it for two or three years. Yeah. Uh, maybe just under three. And she made, we made like 50 or 50 K off of it. That's not like, bad, man. Yeah. I was yeah. like, man, that's a great investment. Man, I can do this like 10 more times. Yeah. 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 So we moved, to, we moved to Texas and we rented and I was like, I'm not, I don't want to pay somebody else to live in something that, you know, I'm paying rent for it. Yeah. Uh, like I'll pay a bank, but I at least get the equity. So mm-hmm. Man, I hustled and grind to, to buy my first home. Um, I got a second job, delivered pizza, really? Domino's. And how old were you at this time? Man, I was 20, 28. And then when when did you and your wife get married? Uh, when I was 28. So we got oh, married. Oh, 20. Wow. Well, sorry. Got married at 28, bought my home at 29. Um, and yeah, so like I knew how important it was to get a home. And I knew like I like I want to provide for my wife when yeah. we're pregnant. I was like, I want to bring my little girl home to a house, mm-hmm. not an apartment. So we went and bought a home in Texas, brand spanking new. Um, first ones to live in it. And like we lived in it for less than a year and turned around sold it and um, sold it for about 40,000 that we bought it for. Yeah. Um, so it was like, hey, this whole real estate game, like it's great. And like, I see people putting money into the you know, stock market, things like that. That's great. Um, but at the same time, Hey, I'm, I'm seeing real estate. I'm like, I like this stuff. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. passionate about it. Yeah. So it's been good. Yeah. I love that. I love that you said obviously passionate about it. I love, you know, yeah. I think to pursue things and really to find the true success in it, I think you really do have to be passionate about that thing. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about before you get into kind of more of the process of real estate, the humility that you had to work at a pizza place. Tell maybe the audience of like why it was important to do that. You said you hustled Obviously, you have this passion for real estate. I think sometimes people, we think like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do that dirty job. What are people going to think of me if I work yeah. at a pizza place? Like, what was that mindset of like, man, I'm going to work at a pizza place? Because that's some humility right there, Matt. Man, I'm a, a I'm an honest hustler. Like, yeah. You hear the uh, someone's a hustler. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like they probably sell drugs. <laughs> that's not me. Yeah. Uh, but hey, if I can go and there's something I want, I'm going to work my tail off to get it. No matter what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think I've become of the age where I didn't care what people thought. Like, it doesn't matter if I have a Domino's polo on and a visor and I'm 29 years old or 28 years old, I wanted a home and I'm delivering pizzas to people who are living in an apartment. So yeah. like, there's a goal here. Like, um, I think that's one of the big things when you find out what you want, you care a lot less what people think about you. Mm, so really when you good. find your passion, if your passion is being a clown, you don't care if you're putting, you know, makeup on or you're making people laugh. Like, you're doing it because you love it. Mm-hmm. But when it's something like, you know, I've had different jobs, different careers, uh, like cold calling for say, like if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like business. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you know, you probably have to make some cold calls maybe depending on what you're doing. But like some people hate that because they're, they're scared. It's fear. Fear what people are going to think. Fear of being shut down. Mm-hmm. For me, it didn't matter. Yeah. Like it does not matter. Like at the end of the day, there is, I've, kid and I have a wife who I want to provide for and I want to have nice things um so let me go do it while I have the time yeah you know so yeah that's good out. that's good I was going to ask you that how do you not care about what people think and I think you kind of answered that like would you say it's kind of like goes into like finding your passion yeah because here's the thing when, when you find something you're passionate about your confidence grows mm. um 
And when I found out what I'm passionate about, I didn't care what the people, what the critics said, what friends said, because I knew my real friends were going to cheer me on. If I'm doing things the right way, they're that's cheer really me good. On. The people who who like you might care about what they say, they're probably not your real friends mm. because your real friends are going to know the people who you're closest with. Like I have five guys who I'm extremely close with who know probably the most about me in this on this earth outside of my wife, and like telling them about real estate what I'm doing. Hey, they're, they're challenging me. Mm-hmm. They might not understand the market or things like that. They're challenging me. They're supporting me. Um, but the ones who don't, they're the ones who are like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Well, why, why, are, why are you leaving a stable job to go to something that's a, a little riskier yeah. commission? Yeah. It's like, hey, like, I don't want to work nine to five. I want my own thing. Yeah. Um, and like when you're confident about it and you're passionate, the other things just go in one ear and out the other. Dude, I could have said that better. I think. I love that with passion because I think people always try to find their passion. You know, I'm, I'm, I will always say, Hey, find your purpose first. Cause that will, you know, lead you to your passion. But if you have found your purpose and go to that passion, it is crazy. It's like, it does build the confidence. I agree. Like doing the podcast, it was like, I finally found it, but I did it with like, with trying it and stuff like that. You know, yeah. I would try different things and then I would like, I built up my confidence, but I realized when I stepped out, Matt, with the podcast, I was passionate for the podcast. I didn't care what anyone thought of me. Yeah. And when I did that, my real friends really did stand out. And the mm-hmm. ones that I thought, that were kind of maybe close they didn't i've had definitely some friends write me off and i think i don't know what that gets into but like you're listening to this is like if you really are passionate about something you will do whatever it takes and you will have naysayers you're yeah. going to have people and i think it's just so important to have those people in your life and to go back to one thing you said i think you have to find your purpose first and then your passion and that's what happened like i went to dallas texas thinking i was going to be a full-time vocational ministry at a church mm-hmm. um it didn't happen um, but I found out what I wanted to do. Like I knew I love helping people. I love being able to help people. Um, so with that, I found out, hey, I like real estate. I can help someone make a huge transaction, maybe one of the biggest transactions they'll make in their life um, to make that process go smoothly, educate them on what they're looking at, make sure they get a good deal for themselves. But the big thing for me is I want to make a lot of money to give away mm-hmm. because there has to be people who have money that are willing to give it away and I just hold on to it. And I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, I want to give everything I have away um, because I am big on generational wealth and passing something down to my kids. Oh, for sure. But I want to be able to say, hey, there's a single mom, there's a single dad, or there's somebody who's in need, let me go pay for this. Or the church has something they want to get behind, they want me to get behind. Well, here, let me just write them a check. Yeah. I don't need to hear the rest of it. Like, hey, you need this? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to write checks and help people change their lives. I, I know money doesn't change things. Doesn't really. It's a it's a small piece, but you know we still have to have money. But I want to be able to do also by sharing the gospel because mm-hmm. I love Jesus. I want yeah. people to see Jesus through me being generous and giving money away and giving time away. Yeah, I, I love that. I would agree with the same. And I think it really does come down with your intentions with money and mm-hmm. what you want to do um, with it and how you're going to use that. Um, going into like obviously real estate now and you're really you're doubling down and you're very passionate about it what happens hey matt i'm in this job i'm in this nine to five job i'm trying to get out of it where is the time frame where i fully leave my security job and pursue this real estate or pursue this dream job i'm scared like what's what's your advice because you kind of went through that or i kind of going through that right now you yeah. can talk about that but it's like that's like the biggest question i hear is like man i'm working at you know so and so it's good benefits and security but there's a lot there's I think there's a lot of dreamers and doers and doers they're great they make a lot of money but they're not doing what they dream mm-hmm. you have a lot of dreamers who talk about everything they have the right intentions but they never actually do something yeah and i think the perfect mesh with this podcast is getting these dreamers to be doers and like kind of mm. do the same thing that's my thing and i think those are unicorns and i like to think that i'm kind of 
I am doing that. Yeah. But it's like, man, what advice would you give? And especially you're a little older than me, not much, but just a little bit. I love how you say you want to get dreamers become doers. And one thing I have that I, I every day, um, I'm, I'm not big into this, but I'm brushing my teeth. I get done brushing my teeth. And, you know, you spit the toothpaste out. I look myself in the mirror. I said, take action. Mm. Um, because the big thing now is taking action. Um, you know, if you're, if you're in that position where you're like, Hey, I, I want to do this. I don't know if I can. Well, here, while you're working to, to pay your bills, it's going to make some, take some sacrifice, but take that sacrifice now while you can and see, Hey, is this going to be the thing that, that can make my money to, to pay for my bills and to, to get me to the wants and needs and take care of those things? Or is it just a, a dream? Mm. Like, here's what I did. I went through, I'm a, I'm a learner. I feel like if I'm, if I'm, when, point in my life where I stopped learning that's when I'm gonna die yeah um but hey I took people who are further along than me in in real estate I took them out to lunch asked them hey what's it take to be successful Mm. give me something to walk away with I took people who were just successful not even in what I'm doing or even in the the industry that I'm in but hey they're business owners I said hey what's it take I went and asked and you know a lot of people kept saying hey be smart be wise take your time you know get to that point. Well, so I did that. My wife got a real estate license first while I had the full-time job. She started, she gave us the groundwork, the foundation. Mm-hmm. And then I knew once I came on the scene, things were going to change a lot. And I didn't say my wife's doing a bad job. Like, yeah. Hey, shout out Kayla. Cause she's been killing it. Yeah. Um, but really is, Hey, I know that I'm the outgoing, the extrovert, my wife's the introvert. Mm-hmm. So I went out and said, okay, let me talk to a few people I know. And that's where the, the, I didn't care about what people were going to say. Let me make the phone calls. Let me say people who are who are fans of me or who said, hey, if there's ever anything you need, give me a call. Well, hey, let's call and see, hey, do you know anybody that needs real estate? Yeah. You know, it's going to make a transaction. But really making a calculated decision to take action every day. Mm. That's the big thing because you're going to be a paralysis by analysis if you continue just to watch YouTube, read books, listen to podcasts, but you never step out and do it yourself. Love um, that, dude. When you start doing it yourself, you'll start seeing, oh, I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. You get a little taste of success and you're like, oh, wow. All right. I, I'm pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. And then you see, oh, that paycheck comes in. And you're like, well, if I put more time to this, I can make more money. I can give more things away. I can focus on one thing. And my big thing this year, uh, 2021, I come kind of all over the place is focus. That's my word. Yeah. And now I'm about to focus on real estate. And hey, it's been really good right now. Um, but I'm a, like, I, I like to call myself a high achiever and I, big visionary person um, and I set high goals and want excellence to where right now I have, you know, about $12 million in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, but like when I go this full time, I know I'm going to get $20 million in the pipeline. My goal is to close 10 million of it this year. Yeah. So if I close half of that, Hey, that's not too bad. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I like that. And, and what you said too, is like taking action. And I think um, you're talking about watching the YouTube videos and podcasts. Like that's all great. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you, and we can talk about school all day. You know, I, I have certain opinions on school. Um, Don't get but, started. <laughs> but it's like really the, the the real reason you go to school is to apply what you've been taught and then apply it into, quote unquote, the real world. Um, that's the same thing with, I think, podcasts and YouTube. Um, but I think sometimes our kryptonite as humans is that we consume all this education, this knowledge, but we don't actually really apply it. Why do you think that is? Uh, I think we're conditioned that way. Hmm. Like everything is supposed to be safe and cocoon and never lose. And hey, like that's fine and dandy, um, but that doesn't work for me. Like 
you talk about going to school, like we, we're, there are certain steps we have to take in life. When we get outside of those norms, we're called crazy, right? Yeah. So I'm, for instance, you go to you go to first grade, you're supposed to go to second grade, right? You, you graduate high school, you're supposed to go to college, get a degree, you know, maybe even get your master's, go work a nine to five, get the white picket fence, have yeah, two and a half kids. And you, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're good. You live life. That's success. Mm-hmm. No, because, you know, right now, like we, we get to people who, hey, like I want a vaccine. I don't want a vaccine. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not trying to get political, but like the norm right now is trying to be set. Hey, get a vaccine. That's the way to go. But if you don't, you're kind of weird. You're kind of out on the fringe of society. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, here's the thing. We have freedom uh to make a decision and now let's see hey can i be successful on me controlling what i want to do or do i have to follow these rules that are set in place or these expectations so like here's my my parents set expectations for me graduate high school all right Mm -hmm. after that get a job provide for your family they didn't say hey go to college get a degree and now what did they encourage me to do that yeah but they told me Go do what you need to do in order to provide for a family. Because ultimately, my parents are a little old school. And they said, hey, um, you need to provide for your family. You're you're a responsible party for your family. No matter mm-hmm. what your wife or your kids are doing, make sure that you provide. That's how I look at it now. Yeah. I, I went to college, keep it a buck, didn't graduate. I got yeah. an AA. But hey, I need to graduate too, bro. You know, yeah. I'm taking credits away from my associates. <laughs> hey, I'm like 20 for my bachelor's and I don't care. Yeah. Um, because I know where I'm headed, where I'm going. I'm happy with life. My mm-hmm. wife loves me. My my daughter loves me. And you know, people don't really care. It's about what you can do, what service, what value you provide. Like I've had jobs where I've made a lot of money and didn't have a degree, it didn't matter, but I was one of the top in the company. Mm-hmm. So, like, really, it's what do you know? Can you teach yourself or who do you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot for me is about who I know. Yeah. So. Connections is everything, man. I'm realizing that, especially yeah. in the podcast world, man. Yeah. Connections is like, and thing is, you don't just magically get a connection. It's the hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, people say, man, how'd you get that person on the podcast or that? Or how are you, how are you doing these connections with this, with these business owners? And I said, hey, it all started with one step for me to mm-hmm. get out of my comfort zone and just pursue the podcast. Yeah. If I wouldn't have done that, like, why are you so lucky? I'm like, dude, I think hard work is correlated with luck. I think people get yeah. confused. I think the lucky people end up being one of the hardest workers because hard work is one of the, the number one things in the formula of success, you know? I think Kobe <laughs> said it best. You create your own luck with your hard work. Yeah. Like, I'm a big Kobe. You're, 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 mama, I'm yeah. a, a mama uh, mentality, man. That's uh, that's my thing. And like, that's that's it. If you, if you work your tail off, good things will, will hopefully happen. They might always, but that's when you have to be strong mentally. But I'm gonna work my tail off so then I know that hey, it's coming to me because I've worked hard. Yeah, like, I, I expect return off of it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I like. Well, I like about my older generation. I guess you'd say with, with more of my parents. But like right now, if like we we see all these things on social media and there's a lot of comparison, but it's like it's almost like hard work. That word work or like hustle is almost like a negative thing. It's like mm-hmm. oh no, don't don't overdo yourself. You're gonna get like burnout. You know, and I just think that's kind of self care. Yeah, self-care, whatever. I, I think it's an excuse. I'm big self-care, hey. man. Trust me. But I think it looks a little different. I think it, it should not give you an excuse to be lazy. That's See, my thing. My self-care is getting a haircut every week. Yeah. Like, that's, that's my self-care. Nice. You ever get a beer trim? Yeah, yeah all the time when I go. But self-care, like, yeah, that's great. But, like, it's like going back to it. It's like that hard work and that failure. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know how many times I failed to get to where I'm at right now and I'm three years old? Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Most millionaires don't make it until they're at least 33 or older. Uh, and I'm not necessarily saying I'm going to be a millionaire or anything like that, but I know, hey, I can fail. 
it, it was okay because I've learned so much from it. That's another thing. Don't be scared to fail. Don't let fear cripple you from getting out there and taking a chance and failing. Yeah. Like, I'm, Keep it above. Well, I, I, to, to, yeah, for, honestly, I learned the most when I fail. Yeah. It's scary. It's always yeah. so scary, but like I have to realize like long-term perspective. I'm always thinking like long-term, like mm-hmm. what, what do I want to look like tomorrow? What do I want to look like from yeah. five to 10 years? And that determines what I'm going to do today. Exactly. I, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona and with my best friend, didn't know what I was doing. It was like 24, 25, but I was like, hey, let me get out of Kansas City. Let's see something different. And if I fail, then I failed, but I'm going to fall forward when I fail. I'm yeah. going to take the lessons I learned. Let me apply it now to say, okay, I've learned so much. Like, I, I think we, like, my parents didn't shelter me and make me live in a cocoon to say, hey, if you fail, well, then that's the worst thing that could happen to you. You know, they say you fail, you brush yourself off, you get up and let's go forward and let's go to the next thing. Yeah. And that's how I am now. Like, yeah. um, I'm putting all my chips in one basket with real estate because I don't think I'm going to fail. Like, mm-hmm. but I learned from the other things so I can get to the point where I don't, I don't believe I'll fail. Yeah. And that's one thing with school is that we condition ourselves to look at failure with an F on the test. Like it's the worst thing ever. And your parents will pretty much crucify you if you get an F. And it kind of sucks. Yeah. Because no, I felt that way. And that yeah. does suck if you're getting allowance based on grades. Which yeah. That was me. So I was broke always. So uh, <laughs> I had to bust along. Hey, there's some of that out there going to be relating to you right now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you, Matt. Performance based. But yeah. at the same time, like, hey, I, I failed and it worked out. Dude, something I'm so passionate about, we we're talking about this, is rejection versus regret. Mm-hmm. And I can't, like, I remember sitting on my bed, um, this is before I started the podcast, man, you're probably like this, I'm like, man, I could get rejected, but I can't live my life with what ifs. I can't live my life with the regret. If I'm 70 years old and I look back, I'm like, what if I would have done that? That literally is like cancer in my body. That's what mm-hmm. it feels like. Yeah. I can't, I, I'd rather face a thousand times, a thousand years of rejection, a thousand failures before I ever just, you know, you know, rather than like regretting it, man. Yeah. I, could, I just, it just eats me up. And I think yeah. once you get to that point, you can say something too, is like, you get to that point, like where you're like, it's starting to eat you up. That's when you need to take the move. That's when you know that you're that passionate about it because you can't live, like I couldn't live another day without pursuing like what I feel like, you know, for me, at least what God was calling me to do, like this passion he's put inside of my heart, you know? Yeah, it's, it's that uh, that cliche saying, I'm gonna die trying. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the same here. Like I'm gonna be as calculated as possible, but I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be the guy who, Man, I wish I would have I would have taken that chance. I wish I would have called. I wish I would have would have, you know, done whatever it took to get it instead of, man, now I look back like I wish I would have done it. You yeah, know, living like Uncle Rico. Yeah. You know, like Well, yeah, hey, hey, at least when you're older, you know that you gave yourself even if you failed at it, you gave yourself a shot. You don't yeah. have to look back and say, Oh, what if I would have done that? You have a clear consciousness, you have clarity, you're like, okay, at least I tried that. Every shot you don't take is a miss. Exactly. So yeah, like so you're better to take the shot. Yeah. You have a better odds on it. Put the ball in my hand. Yeah. Let's see what yeah. happens. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, especially your baller. So um, but yeah, no, anytime I talk to older people, I talk to my my pops, you know, we talk about stocks and I learn a lot from him, a lot of lot of wisdom. But one thing that stands out is that when you're older, I mean, I think anyone always regrets things. Like we're human, mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna fail. Yeah. But one thing that sticks out that he tells me, he's like, I regret more things that I didn't do rather than I did do. Absolutely. And that, when he had that conversation about two years ago, man, that 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 hit me hard, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was like, Absolutely. I don't want to, he's like, so Christian, learn from me. Just, you gotta, you gotta do those things, no matter what people think of you, you know? Absolutely. So I yeah. love that. That's good. Yeah. But I want to get into like, before we get into this real estate, we, talk, we keep talking about it, but we're hitting this like school topic. If someone's like kind of, in high school transitioning to college in that area or trying to find this job what would you have done differently knowing what you know now um like how would you set yourself up for success or obviously man even if like parents like hey we're gonna pay for college i want you to go what are some things that you would have kind of like maybe 
done in, in, in those people's shoes or whatever. Yeah, um, I would say be flexible, be open, being flexible. Um, and I, I would say that, I say that because like if your parents are going to pay pay for college, let me, let me hit all these. If your parents are going to pay for college, that's great. If you mm-hmm. want to go to college, go to college. Um, but if college is not necessarily right for you, like a four-year institution, then go to a trade school, ask them, hey, if I put, we put money in something that I show that I'm passionate about, that I show that I'm going to work hard when I get a career, see if that will happen. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go to college and you're going, you, you're, you want to be the nine to five and you want to do that, nothing's wrong with that. I agree. Like, I, agree I don't too. want to take away from that. Like there's very successful people. People do a lot of great things working nine to five. Some people just aren't made for that. Like it's not, it's not a cookie cutter type of lifestyle mm-hmm. um, for some people to do that. So I would say, yeah, go to college, do that. If you're a person who you're like, hey, I don't know if I'm going to go to college and I don't know what I want to do, go to college uh, because it builds discipline. Having to get up every day to go to class, mm-hmm. you know, to turn something in, you're being held accountable, those type of things. But don't waste money. Go to, go to you know, Longview or go to a community college and go get your AA, make it cheap, work through it, figure out what you want to do. And then you're like, hey, I'm two years in, I don't know what I want to do, but I'm passionate about this. See if that passion, and you, you can monetize it. See mm-hmm. if you can make that your job yeah. and then go after that 100%. Um, but don't waste time, like, because that's what you never get back. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go to college and you're going to get a degree, go get a degree if that's for you. If you don't know what you're going to do, don't just sit on your mom's couch and go work, you work a job at, you know, Subway, nothing wrong with Subway, mm-hmm. hey, Jared. Um, but <laughs> at the same time, you know, go and do something with that. Learn from those things. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really good. I think being flexible is really important because I think we put ourselves in a box. At least I did. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm in college. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, but what helped me is I had my own business. But I like how you said monetize something you're passionate about because that's where the dreamer becomes a doer. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, I did that with the lawn care landscape business. Obviously, it's easy. To, I mean, making money, it's just a business. But that's like the future goal with the podcast, you know, so I'm doing it. And I think you could, people could be like, oh, Christian, well, you're not doing it what, right when you start off. Like, it's not going to, you're not going to make a bunch of money right when you start off. Like, yeah. nothing does. No. Everything takes time, mm-hmm. man. Relationships, friendships, those take time. Very few people knock out the park in first inning. Like, yeah. It, it takes a while. Well, I'm, I'm almost skeptical, too, because a lot of those, it's almost like those people that do, they usually fall off the next year because mm-hmm. they don't really know the growth process of but, it. Did, I don't know if you've seen the documentary on Hulu, We Work. Like I don't think so. No, uh, you should watch it. The guy started off hot, yeah, and had a like a I think they were like forty six billion dollars of what they were evaluated as, mm-hmm. and then like in six weeks they lost most of that. Had yeah, to step away. Now we work is booming, mm-hmm. um, but it started off instant. There's, yeah, there's no microwave to success. It, mm-hmm. You're more of an easy bake oven. Let's sit in there for yeah. a minute. Come well, every, easy bake uh, cookies are always better than a microwave cookie, my man. Absolutely. <laughs> Is microwave cookie? I don't know. I tried it, it once. Is that right? <laughs> I would never try that. <laughs> Got some radiation in my body right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but yeah, okay.